0: Coming up on HIGMT, Gigapress deliveries at Gigafactory Berlin, Panasonic again partners up with Tesla for 4680 cell production, stolen charge cables, and Elon offered up Tesla to Apple for $60 billion back in 2018. Welcome to How I Got My Tesla, the podcast of indeterminate length for Saturday, December 26, 2020, episode 22 in Ottawa, Ontario. I'm Matt Wilson. Let's start off with a few Tesla things you should know. TeslaAudi.com has a couple of interesting stories regarding Tesla's giant casting machines or gigapresses. The large machines supplied by IDRA are capable of producing individual castings for Tesla vehicles starting with the Model Y. Each gigapress measures in at around 20 meters by 7.5 meters by 6 meters. It also weighs in at an earth-flattening 430 tons. Just one gigapress requires 24 flatbed trucks just to bring them on site. When used, each Gigapress has a cycle time of 80 to 90 seconds, which yields around 1,000 castings per day. Each Gigapress is now an important part within each Gigafactory. In 2021, Tesla is expected to announce an entire vehicle made from one single casting, thus reducing the overall parts count by quite a considerable amount. Recent images taken at the Gigafactory Berlin suggest that Tesla has already taking deliveries of the components tied to Gigapresses. Recent drone footage shows flatbed trucks making deliveries and offloading Gigapress parts within the area of the Gigafactory assigned to these casting machines. With the inclusion of these parts, it would appear that Tesla is already lining up for mass production of the Model Y as soon as the Gigafactory opens. In Tesla's Battery Day event last September, they unveiled plans to produce its own 4680 cells, but this week we now know that Panasonic will also be producing the very same 4680 cells. While Tesla has been working on its own battery chemistry for years, it has always collaborated with experienced battery cell manufacturers on their production. Panasonic has close ties with Tesla, occupying a considerable amount of space at Tesla's battery cell production plant at Gigafactory Nevada. By diversifying the production of the new 4680 cells, Tesla can now focus on the manufacturing of its electric vehicle fleet and expanding its gigafactory presence around the world. Now I suspect that this arrangement will have a finite life expectancy. As soon as Tesla is able to produce a 4680 cells at scale, it will probably move away out from outsourcing and focus on the battery cell production to be more in-house and away from Panasonic and other providers. Uh, This reminds me of a lesson that Steve jobs put into the culture of Apple and that is not to rely on people for the critical pieces of infrastructure for your company electric.co has a cautionary story about Tesla's charging cables the reports of charging cable thefts especially tesla cables are spiking in europe and owners aren't exactly sure how the thieves are getting the cables as they are usually locked at the side of the vehicle many of the victims are tesla model 3 owners and they suspect that the thieves are able to get the cable by force in cold conditions during the model 3's first winter electric.co first reported that the tesla model 3 had some problems in cold weather and tesla said it would be investigating the situation One of the problems that Tesla had with their Model 3 rollout was that cold temperatures would often cause the charging cable to get stuck in the charging port. At a cost of $700 for a replacement cable, I can see why Tesla drivers are extremely concerned over cord theft. One method to ensure the cable is not forced away from the vehicle is to find another suitable way to secure the other end of the cable in some manner, especially if you are charging it from home. My news feed was again awash in one particular topic this past week, and that was the story of how Elon Musk approached Apple to possibly buy out Tesla in the early days of the production of the Model 3, or production hell, as Elon often refers to this time. ArsTechnica.com has a great article where they discuss Elon attempting to get a meeting with Apple CEO Tim Cook to buy Tesla, but Apple had declined to even take the meeting with Elon Designing the Model 3 and setting up production was so expensive that Tesla's survival depended on the success of the Model 3. If Tesla had not been able to start selling the Model 3 by volume by mid 2018, Elon would have been cash strapped and probably would not have been able to pay off his multi-billion dollar debt. Apparently at some point during the process, Elon becomes so worried about Tesla's survival that he considered selling the business. According to Elon's recent tweet, he was looking to offload Tesla to Apple at one-tenth the current market valuation or for around $60 billion. And honestly, I could really see why Apple did not take the meeting since Tesla's market valuation at the start of 2018 was around $60 billion compared to the current valuation of $620 billion. So according to these numbers, Elon wanted Apple to buy out Tesla for a dollar for dollar based on Tesla's overall market cap in 2018, which simply does not make sense since Tesla was hemorrhaging cash at this point, trying to get the Model 3 out of their only factory at the time, which was at Fremont. If Apple was interested, I think they would have been easily been able to buy Tesla out of their cash reserves at the time. I think they, at any given time, they have over 250 billion in cash, but spending one quarter of their available cash to purchase Tesla during the darkest most days would probably been problematic for Apple shareholders. Maybe if Elon wanted to offload Tesla for $6 billion, maybe Apple might have been uh, more willing to take that meeting. But regardless of what had transpired since 2018, Tesla has now been able to pick itself up and become the world leader in electric vehicles, even without Apple's help. And a quick tour at Gigafactory Texas, again with Jeff Roberts and Joe Tegmeyer and their daily drone footage. Appears to be more structural steel is being assembled for Building 1, although it's at a much slower pace than Building 2. More concrete columns, roof beams, and panels are now in place at the south end of Building 3, and contractors are working their way north over to Stamping Plant. There's new concrete columns now in place at the north end of building three and structural steel in building two is now stopped at its northern limit it is progressing south and west. The geo work is almost done within the Megapad area. Well, that should pretty much do it for episode 22 hopefully everyone had a pleasant holiday uh i guess my next episode will be in 2021 so hopefully everyone took some well-deserved time off at the end of this year i know it's been a crazy year and I'm definitely looking forward to more positive news uh, overall for 2021. So if you are looking to purchase a new Tesla and you want 1,000 free supercharging miles, feel free to use my referral program link in the show notes below. Or you can head on over to ts.la slash Matthew40942. And a quick check at my account to see if I have any new Tesla fans. And it doesn't appear to be. So it looks like Chatty is my only friend uh, who's taken advantage of my referral code. So hashtag for this episode, let's try hashtag Apple's hard pass and hashtag for this podcast is hashtag HIGMT and if you have any feedback for me, feel free to throw me an email at howigotmytesla at gmail.com. You can always watch my progress by visiting howigotmytesla.com and you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram by simply searching for How I Got My Tesla so thank you for listening this podcast is produced by matt wilson and hosted by squarespace music for this episode is cascade by cubby